Hey everyone, welcome to Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. And I'm still Sierra. And tonight we are going to be ranking the Friday the 13th series from worst to best. Why we, not from best to worst? Because you gotta build the anticipation. Oh. Make people guess what the best ones are going to be. I, th- I feel like everybody pretty much, for the most part, kind of agrees on like the better uh, ones. I think they agree on the worst ones. I think that the better ones are Like mixed, it differs a little up. bit. Yeah. Um, so, also on this episode, I'll probably put it at the end of the episode, so it's kind of going to be a two-part episode in one episode, but um, our good friend Chunky Larry from Creature Features Podcast was supposed to be on this episode, but with our schedules, didn't work out, so he recorded his list of what he ranked the movies and sent it to us, so I'm going to attach it to this episode. I also have... Uh, <laughs> Steven's ranking because he wasn't able to make it on so I will say that at the end when we are done with our list and I also asked you guys what your favorites were but I'm an idiot and I always post this stuff like the night before we're gonna record so we didn't get a lot of responses but we did get a few so I'll read those at the end also I want to read them I'm really good at reading okay Sierra's gonna read them so thank you enjoy the list and let us know after listening what your ranks are or you can just send us hate mail that too horrorhavenpodcast at gmail.com tell us you hate us i want paragraphs though like don't just be like you guys suck yeah no i (laughs) want an explanation with good vocabulary and punctuation please my dearest friends i suck at punctuation like with anything grammar all right let's jump into this list okay all right so uh we have 13 movies um there are we're only, including the remake we're include we'll, we'll we'll get into what we're including as we go down the list so the worst movie you want to say it jason x yes number 13 for us is jason x there's no redeeming factors of this movie and we really do try i know that i'm bad at it but we sincerely do try to not like just like talk shit about movies this movie was awful there's really no redeeming factors on it except maybe the nice really nice shiny uh knife machete thing that's that's <laughs> that was pretty that's all i can say about that i i understand that this movie was going for a more comedic take but it, i didn't even find it funny i no, didn't it enjo- it i didn't like, enjoy it yeah it was very cheap um i mean i'm not gonna rate it based on its effects or anything like that because it was Early 2000s, Early 2000s when everybody was doing really shitty CGI Because effects. it was new and it was fun. And, yeah. and so I, I'm not even going to get into that aspect, although that was ho- horrendous to look at. But the, the acting was not good. Nothing about it was really... Like, nothing redeeming. felt good. And, like, anytime you spend, you send a horror character to space, unless it's alien, <laughs> it just shouldn't happen. Which they, they even said that they tried to base a lot of this on alien. Why didn't they try and get the rights to make an alien remake then? Like, because they wanted to amp up Jason's character before Freddy vs. Jason, but it's just, it's just a mess. They could I have feel. done that in a better way. Yeah, I just, it didn't feel like a Friday the Thirteenth movie at all to me. It just felt like a Battlestar Galactica esque sci fi movie with a killer and a robotic babe. You could have replaced Jason with like anybody, anybody, and this would have been Thanos. Yes. Thanos could have been there. That would have been fine. Thanos X. We're yeah. going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, number 13, Jason X. So, number 12 on our list. Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Um, Jason Goes to Hell. 
I feel like there were a lot of ideas. The, that was the one where the opening scene was solid. And yeah. then it just like, okay, so the opening scene comes on and I'm like, this is phenomenal. And then like at the end of the scene, not even the next scene, at the end of that scene, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember why nobody liked this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of ideas that kind of... And I I will give Adam Marcus, I did like all the homages that were paid to yeah. horror movies. But and I, I, I honestly like the idea of Jason being a deadite just because I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. And but I, the thing I, I think is, it's interesting, but it wasn't executed well. He had to pay homage to Friday the 13th before he paid homage to every other horror movie. Yeah. And he failed to do that properly. I think yeah. that's the problem with with Jason Goes to Hell. Although it was neck and neck with the next one for badness, so it's hard. Yeah, I, we went back and forth. Some of these, and I'll, I'll say as we go on, um, we did like switch the list around s- probably about four or five times mm-hmm. before actually yeah. s- settling on one. And we wanted to agree on a list too because I feel like it would have been too messy if we had separate lists and we're like, well, this is ours. Well, this is mine, you know? But, um... We did that with our 100th episode, didn't we? Yeah, but, uh... That was crazy. <laughs> or we didn't do a 100th episode, but... Or 100 movie 100th review. Movie review. Um, I will say, too, and I know I, I meant to say this in the intro, but um, we're just breezing over these really quickly, but we have covered all of these in past episodes. Please so, go check them out if you want to. Yeah, if you want to hear us dive more in-depth and give you more in-depth You can hear me reviews. complain a lot <laughs> because I have a hard time with these big, huge franchises. Yeah. So uh, if you want to go check those past episodes out, feel free to do so. So um, number 11. Jason Takes Manhattan, or as we like to call it, Jason Takes a Cruise. Yes. Um, some, so many things wrong with this movie. and I. First off, it doesn't take place in Manhattan for like 90% of the movie. Yeah. Please change the title. That was for budgetary reasons. The uh the so the guys who made the movie, they did want they had all these huge ideas for the whole movie to take place in Manhattan and as they were discussing these ideas, it was expensive. Oh, well, we don't have the budget for this. We don't have the budget for this. And they I I don't want to blame the people who made the movie because they I feel like they just had so many ideas that Maybe they should have. Maybe they should have um, Plan- planned it out better. According according to their budget. Yeah, opposed yeah. to trying to go to New York City, where you have to shut down streets in the middle of Times well, a Square. Lot of it, a lot of it was filmed in Canada, the city parts, but uh, they did have. Um, they had Times Square in it, though, right? Yeah, and, and that, that had to be filmed. That was that was great. I think that that was like the shining a really point. cool a really cool scene. There. A really like the shining point of the movie. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is too, but something about like '80s New York City in movies. Everything just, just feels like Ninja Turtles. I think that's what it is. It, it just, just reminds like you, me of Ninja you Turtles. You go right to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, and right I'm like, I it. fucking love this. This is great. But uh, no, the, there are a lot of things wrong with this. Like, how did Jason get to New York City from, from Crystal a, a lake? lake. Um, the whole like him turning back into a child when the toxic sludge in the sewer kill it, like. A lot of a lot of things that were just not right in the movie, um, but not the worst. Definitely nowhere near the best. It was, it was boring for me. Yeah, it was really yeah, boring. It was, of... This was really the only. I will say that while Jason X and Jason Goes to Hell were not as good of movies, in my opinion, I think none of them on this you. list bored me like this one did. Yeah, that those two were kind of like though. It's like they were so 
weird and not good that you were like, I have to see how bad this gets. Exactly. Like, how to watch this just, this train just got to crash. Exactly. Yeah, see it. Um, our next, are we ready for the next one? Yeah, number 10. Our next is New Beginning. Yeah. I actually don't absolutely hate, this is the one where it's not actually Jason, right? Yeah, it's right. I actually don't hate this one as much as like huge Friday 13th fans do. Um, I thought it was interesting. And I understand why people hate it. Like, I understand why people were disappointed by it because it wasn't really Jason. But this one wasn't nearly as bad. Like, Even, it was like yeah. the, fir- the first four on your list, they're like train wrecks. They're awful. I think I think what my biggest issues with this is, is um, you had Roy, who was quote-unquote Jason. He was the killer in the movie. It was re- revealed to be him. But his motive was kind of dumb because mm-hmm. it was... You know, to get revenge on these people because his son was killed at the halfway home. But, like, he didn't even, to my... if I, It's been a while since I watched it because we covered it oh, probably over a year ago. But, like, he wasn't even close. To, like, he didn't know his son. He didn't... I don't know. It was really it, weird, yeah. It was... I did like the fact that they he had a different mask than what Jason wore, though. Yeah, Because, like, that made it, like... Yeah, that, like, made it, like... You know, it's it's a different killer. I know? think a, another problem that I have with this, too, is I love Corey Feldman as young Tommy Jarvis, and I love Tom Matthews as Tommy Jarvis. But this in-between Tommy Jarvis it, it, it was, is just not... I didn't like how he was portrayed not, in it. Not my Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, I mean, he, the, the actor did great, but it wasn't what I picture It's not your Tommy, Tommy Jarvis. Jarvis. Right. And um, they also tried to set it up as, like, Tommy was going to be the killer for the franchise, and, like, this was the gateway for it, but it just... It didn't work for me. But I'm glad that the movie after this redeemed Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, New Beginning. It has my favorite kill in the entire series, which is the uh, belt or, like, the horse strap kill. Uh, Jason puts the horse strap around the guy's eyes, puts a stick in it, and starts turning Twisting it. Twisting it, it until, just, it, like, crushes the skull. Yeah. I, very I cool that that kill. Cool. Very, very, very creative. Um, are we ready for the next one? Yeah, Let's number continue. nine. Freddy vs. Jason. This one, I think, ended up here purely from, like, it was... It's not the best movie, but it's very fun. I think it suffers from uh, the early 2000s CGI. Yeah, it didn't sure. age as well as it should... As, as well as it could have. But it's, it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And it's... Some of the script is really shitty and cheesy and bad. Uh, there's one line in it, and I... <laughs> the... It's like the girl saying that like one two Freddy's coming for you, and a guy like finishes it in the hallway, and he's like, "Do you know why they say that? Because when you hear it, it means he's coming for you." <laughs> but like, it's supposed to be this serious part of like this can't be fucking real. It's still not as bad as Do Your Thing, cause no, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Nah, we'll be ranking those movies eventually too, but um, be better. It uh, it, it the fight between. Freddy and Jason were great too. I think a, another problem with it was uh, the director that they had brought on wasn't a horror fan. He was a, he was the I think Asian he, guy. Yeah, Ronnie Yu. I think he actually worked on like kung fu movies or like yeah, uh, like action movies. So he was going for an action style, which is well, fun during the fight between Freddy and Jason. It wasn't but, that he didn't have experience with horror. I'm pretty sure he had made horror before, but the problem was that he wasn't familiar with. 
the characters. And he didn't care to follow the trilogy. Yeah, like, like that like, was he had his idea. And he wanted to roll and with And the it. writers have even said to, like, like Jason being afraid of water, they're like, you know, just disclaimer, we never, that wasn't our idea. <laughs> and the writers actually um, would come back to write the remake to Friday the 13th because they wanted to kind of redeem everything that was I'm wrong. Gonna, I'm going to redeem that thought, though, because, like, after everything that's happened to Jason over the years in water, I would be fearful <laughs> of the water at this point. I'm, I'm going to say that that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, I can understand being afraid of the lake, but, like, there's the part where Freddy has the, like, the pipe burst and there's just, like, water spraying in and Jason starts freaking out and it's like, if it's just water, eh, I don't know. Well, you think J- Freddy would freak out if he got lit on fire? think so well freddie don't give a fuck yeah so um yeah number nine i should probably number these because i keep forgetting the number but number nine freddie versus jason number eight on our list new blood new blood i enjoyed i would love to and i probably i know that it probably won't ever happen i would love to see a like director's cut of this because this is the one where the kills were so good but they got cut so much that you couldn't really see what was going on. This is the one with um, Tina. Telekinetica. Yeah, I didn't. See, this one is one that we argued about a lot because I was not fond of this one. See, I, I enjoyed it. I I love the fight between Tina and Jason. Doesn't her end. dad end up coming out of the yeah, lake that, and that, getting him? The end is really <laughs> stupid. The very end is very stupid. But that was um, also kind of the fault of the producers because the guy who directed it, Buchler, he passed away few weeks ago um he was a special effects artist and he had all these ideas for um for like effects and stuff and he they even made like a full makeup of the dad because he had been in the lake for so long and he was like decayed and like mm-hmm. water logged and just disgusting and the studio was like no we're not doing that so they just had like makeup list dad pop up and grab jason at the end of the movie <laughs> Um, but the fight between Tina and Jason is what really cements it in like the middle section for me because it's fun and it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, as it's been compared to, it's it's Carrie versus Jason essentially. Yeah, it is, and I think the thing that really swayed me to allow it to be in this position in the list because I think that there are movies that are technically better. I think that this one is probably one of the most unique stories that still worked. Yeah, it, it was interesting, and I. I thought that the effects were great in this movie. Um, Jace, this was the first film that Kane Hodder did as Jason. And um, and then the rest of them were bad. The, yeah, the makeup for Jason was awesome. The, most of the movie, he doesn't have his mask, mm-hmm. like, during the fights and stuff. And that was something that Buechler really pushed for. And also... Um, Kane Hodder doing the stunts in general like when the house falls on Jason that actually fell on him when he's lit on fire he was actually lit on fire Mm -hmm. and it really just showed like the commitment to get everything perfect Mm -hmm. for it and I think that it it, it's enjoyable to watch um my only real complaint with it is the beginning feels like a Friday the 13th movie with Jason killing off everybody Mm -hmm. but then the second part is with Tina fighting Jason feels new but in a good way and i feel like I, it's that's like mortal combat yeah <laughs> that's that's what i enjoy is the second part i could really do without the beginning although there's some cool kills but mm-hmm. so yeah new blood number seven on our list is friday, friday the 13th, 13th part, part three, three d, d. 
Yeah. That was good. <laughs> um, so this movie, I know it's iconic. Jason gets his mask for the first time. And I do love the kill with the guy on his hands where he's like walking on his hands and Jason cuts him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but for the most part, it was really just kind of there i guess it, there wasn't anything really special i didn't like i hate so much and you'll hear it because we're about to record an episode on another 3d title not a fan of so stay tuned for that but um i hate when movies are shot for 3d and, and you're watching them and very purposely to make yeah 3D. and it this is really i feel like the effects in this movie were so bad because they were trying so hard to just throw 3d stuff out there so like when jason crushes the guy's head and the eyes pop out Mm -hmm. and you're kind of and it just looks so fake and terrible i wish that when they did the 3d movies like i think it's a cool option to have but i think they should film scenes for a 2d version yeah and films scenes for the 3d version because that way the the normal version doesn't seem cheesy you know what i mean exactly i know that probably takes a lot of extra money though so i understand why you don't (laughs) But I wish you did. Are we ready for the next? Number six. Number six is the Friday 13th remake. Yeah. So um, this one is kind of a controversial topic. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, people give it a lot of shit. I actually, this was a Platinum Dunes one, right? Yes. Platinum Dunes, actually, I feel like the remakes are really good. Not Nightmare on Elm Street. Not Well, yeah, but Nightmare (laughs) on Elm Street is like... Amityville, um... Friday the 13th and Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw were Massacre. really good. Yeah. Um, Not Texas Chainsaw. No, Texas, yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake because those are two different movies, my friend. Um, they so were solid, yeah. The uh, This movie, I feel like it gets a lot of shit. I really enjoyed it. I liked that it was back to the basics, Jason. It wasn't yeah. undead Jason. It wasn't Jason in space. It was Jason Voorhees. I like that they kind of blended the... It, they kind of blended like two and three mm-hmm. together, but they still kept it that the first one had happened. Because yeah. it was like, oh, Jason saw his mother get his, her head Well, the thing off. is, too, is like people complain a lot about it. The big complaint that you, you'll you see is like Jason's the tunnels. Too smart. The tunnels underground and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know. He's living he as a wasn't, nomad. Well, the thing yeah. is, is like in the first, the first two, the first, uh, the, the early films, if I could get words out, he wasn't like this supernatural creature. Yeah. He was like, you know, he was just a dude. Yeah, and uh, with this, I think the story, <laughs> the story is supposed to be that he never, survived it. He never died, and he was living out in the woods on his own. And I think that it does. It is cool to get that like. I like that take on it better because it's more. It's just more survivalist, and like he's mm-hmm. gonna come up with these ways. to And the reality his... of it is that his his reaction isn't. It doesn't seem like revenge. It seems like fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't understand why there's people coming to him. He's not used to being around people, and he's scared. And I think that's kind of what the reaction is. And he's lonely, too. Yeah. And I, um, Derek Mears as Jason, I think, I fucking love, he's one of my favorites as Jason. And This Jason is really good, too. It's so funny to watch, like, um, interviews with him and stuff, because he's such a fan of the series. Is he the bald one? Yeah. I love him. I he's love, such a fan love, of the series, him. and he just goes on, like, it's so crazy to think about when I'm like, oh, like, this person portrayed Jason, and this person portrayed Jason. Oh, I played Jason. Well, <laughs> like, it's really cool, too, because, like, <laughs> this might be really mean to say about him, but when you look at him, I'm like, yeah, that looks like Jason if Jason was just, like, a normal person. <laughs> like... They, he looks like he would be Jason. Well, he 
he said that he connected a lot with the character because He's he bald. had alopecia, yeah. so he lost, all his, lost all his hair and stuff. So he got picked on as a kid, and he said that he always felt connected with Jason because of that, like yeah. Jason getting bullied and stuff. Yeah. So um, I, I thought it was really good, and I, I, I think that a, a lot of it plays into us seeing it in theaters too because mm-hmm. it was such a fun experience. The whole opening scene, yeah, and it's like a it twenty minute, out. it's like a twenty minute thing, and we're sitting there so pissed off because we are like, this move, everybody's dying so fast. What the fuck's happening? And then twenty minutes in, the title card comes up, and the and whole the audience, just start, yeah. the whole audience applauded, and it was just such a it great was, yeah, experience. it was, and it, and th- that movie was successful with what it was trying to do with that. It was yeah. like trying to show you. Jason and I, and then it was enjoyable and it did bring you back to what, who Jason was. So I, I think that people that really tear this apart are being a little harsh with it, and that's me. I'm like the harshest reader in the world, and I yeah. think that people are very mean to this movie. Yeah. So this is one of my. This one is going to come to a surprise that we put it on the list. I think to most people. Yeah. So um, number five on our list, we're going down to top five now, and this is kind of like it. These these last are where it really got hard to rank Put them, them in, in and we've order. switched them around so much and it's just okay. number five for us. Never is hike alone. Never hike alone. Never hike alone was a fan film that was put together two two years ago now, mm-hmm. twenty seventeen by uh, Vincent Desanti. Such a unique concept, but it stays, it's not, so where we kind of shit on Jason X and Jason goes to hell because there's something new. This is new, but it's still Jason. Mm-hmm. It's still great, and it's really interesting to see. I'm trying to like think of how to how to describe this. So this movie came. Well, he thinks about it. This movie came in at number five, and I honestly think it would be much higher if it wasn't a fan film. I feel like we kind of had to take that into consideration when making our list that this is not part of the technical franchise, but. I think this is one of the best versions of, of Jason that I've seen. Yeah. You can see the, the heart that was put into it by Absolutely. everyone involved. In and it. I think that they did a good job respecting what fans would want. And I think that's the important thing. I mean, you had the return of Tom Matthews as Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Which was a surprise. We watched it the night that it was put on YouTube, the night that it aired. And you get to that point where he opens the ambulance door and you're like, Get the fuck out of here. No way. Tommy Jarvis? What? Sierra's like, is that who I fucking think it is? It's Tommy fucking Jarvis. But, like, um, everybody who works on this film is just so in love with what they're doing. Such kind people. Yeah, and I will say, too, um, we we interviewed Drew Lady, who played um, Kyle Kyle in the movie. Check it out. Yeah, listen to the interview. It's really great. And um, also, I will say, if you're listening to this... Within the three-week span of when we put this episode out, like, if we just put it out or whatever, head over to Womp Stomp's page because they're actually doing an Indiegogo campaign right now for a Blu-ray release, and it's the last time, I believe, that you'll be able to get the movie. Spend your money on this movie. It is absolutely 100% worth buying. If you don't want to invest, if you're, like, kind of weary, it's on YouTube. You can watch the movie on YouTube for free. Go check it out. Never hike alone. If you like it, support them. Plus, they, the, money the money goes to good causes as yeah, well. It goes uh, to production of a new film. Well, they're, they're donating um, what they make for it mostly to forest preservation, yeah. which they did for the last one. Because it's a fan film, they can't really they can't get make money on it. off of it. But they are going to be using some of the money to put to make more films. 
And Which if you awesome. want to, if you've watched Never Hike Alone, or if you go and watch it and you realize that you like it, support them because they're going to make great stuff. Exactly, and they're dedicated to to they're dedicated to what they do and their fans of horror, and that's when you know it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I I'm always very weary with fan films. Um, we get a lot of them. Yeah, you get a lot, and this is if a I lot didn't, of Jason ones. If I wasn't told that this was a fan film and I watched it. I, would I, I could go to a theater and watch it and think that this was made by a film company. If it was a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit longer, but... Alright, so moving on, number four on our list is... Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah. So, uh, this movie was the introduction of Jason as the as killer. As the killer, yeah. Um, this movie, a, a lot of people say it's really not that great because it's pretty much just... A, the same exact thing as part one except jason's the killer instead of his mother i really enjoyed this movie and i feel like i don't know why but it feels really dark to me yeah yeah like the the tone of the movie feels i don't know how like really gritty and like a lot it's the overalls just a lot darker than the first one the whole like shack with his Mm -hmm. mom's head and just it it's well done. Steve yeah. Miner uh, directed it, who worked on the first film, and I think that he did a good job. Mm-hmm. While it doesn't make any goddamn sense, and there was never Jason was never supposed to be alive or the killer. It wasn't supposed to be a franchise, but they said fuck it. They made it work, and I I still enjoy the movie. Um, this is actually um, this Jason is my favorite overall look of Jason. I love the bag over the, the head. The town that dreaded sundown Jason. Yeah, the town that dreaded sundown Jason is is my favorite Jason. I love the bag over the head and the overalls and like the... Where does he get his clothes if he's been in the woods since? Maybe he killed someone and took him. Maybe. He must have been a big guy because Jason looks huge. But yeah, no, I think um, part two's... Um, I feel like a lot of people would actually rank it higher than really? what we ranked it, yeah, but... I've heard a lot of like, oh, it's just the same as the first one, but... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it's the same as the first one, you're going to rank the first one high. I guess the second one would be ranked high, too, huh? I guess that's true. <laughs> All right, so number three on our list, and this is... Usually when I see these ranks like of, of films, this is the number one pick for it. Um, it's part four, mm-hmm. the final chapter, which was not the final chapter. Spoiler alert there. Um, is this, the Tommy, this is Tommy Jarvis. This is number young one. Tommy Jarvis, yep. Young Tommy Jarvis. Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, I, I do love... I like bald Corey Feldman. This movie has, like, a charm to it. He it, looks like he looks like a little kid. That's why he shaved his head, right? Yeah, to trick Jason. At, at the end, he shaves his head and everything. Yeah. It also has um, Crispin Glover. Crispin! It says, not, it says not you're a, Crispin I love, though. It says you're a dead fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this movie is really fun. I like all the ones that are Tommy Jarvis affiliated, really. They're I, really I can good. see why people... So with uh, part three, you get Jason with the hockey mask, and it, it, it is kind of just this lighthearted, retread 3D version of the first one. I feel like this is really what Jason... This is what I picture when I picture Jason, mm-hmm. is part four Jason with... A new storyline, but it's the Jason in the hockey mask that you associate with Jason Voorhees. 
I agree. I mean, I think this movie overall, just all around, it was was really enjoyable. And I'm not a huge, huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth. I like it more than some of the other franchises, but um, I think I think that this is a very iconic Jason for sure. And, like, Corey Feldman. I mean, Tommy Jarvis is huge. Everybody loves Tommy Jarvis. Everybody loves Corey Feldman. <laughs> I love you, Corey Feldman. All right. Is he, is he the, he's alive. Yes. Corey Haim is the one that passed away. That's really sad. I miss yeah. Corey Haim. Corey and Corey. What did they do without so, each other? So, number two and number one, I'm, even as we're recording this, I'm conflicting because I've thought so much no, I think about them. I And yeah, it, it's like, I'll think about the list and I'll be like, no, this is definitely my number one. And then I'll think about it more and be like, no, this is definitely it. I'm going to let Sarah pick what number two is because I will be, they're both equal to me, honestly. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, so I see how it's written down. Yeah. How it's written down right now is part six is as number two. two and part one is number one. I think that we, honestly, the only reason part one is number one on this list is because it's the first one and we should pay respect to that. Uh, no, I disagree. I think... I love part one. We'll just get into it. I, I love part one because I remember watching it as a kid and there were, there had already been Friday the 13th films at this point and to me, I, I didn't know the twist. I didn't know that it was his mom. And I'm thinking, oh, Jason's the killer. I'm not saying that that's the only reason part one's number one. I'm saying, like, that's the reason, that's the big reason for me that it beat out number six. Gotcha. But I, <laughs> there are there are so many things. It's still one, one of the best ones. There, there are so many things. This movie, I love the tone of it. And it might be something to where it's because we can relate to it. Because it was filmed, what, like two hours from where we grew up? Mm-hmm. And we grew up it in the woods. Like home. Yeah, it, it's the woods that... I love the, um, I love the tone. I love the downpouring rain. Um, I, there were other things that I love. I love that the doors are painted red to, like, access, accent them. It's, like, a homage to Italian horror films. It, it, it's such, such a great movie. It number was one. really well done. Yeah. Now, number six is amazing also and that's why i go back and forth between them definitely the most iconic tommy jarvis i think yes tom matthews as tommy jarvis is like this is the one where he really becomes hero tommy jarvis yeah it's a it's the perfect hero villain dynamic um you get jason coming back as a zombie jason and this is it, it the whole thing was the director um tom mclaughlin uh the whole thing was Tom McLaughlin's kind of homage to the classics. It was supposed to be this gothic horror like Frankenstein where the monster comes back via electricity and... Like Dracula, there's the the hero versus the villain. Yeah, exactly. And it, it it's so well done in that sense. Um, the fight between Tommy Jarvis and Jason on the boat is so intense, but it's fun. The movie's fun... But it can be scary. This is the only time in the franchise where you have kids at the camp, but you est- it establishes Jason won't kill the kids because he ain't got no beef with kids. Isn't it funny though? Like I always knew that, you know, watching always watching the movies, I was just like Jason doesn't kill kids. But this is the only movie where it really. I know, yeah. but like you always like are like, you know. I think even as a young as a young child, when you watch the first this first second third, you're like watching it and you're like. I know why he kills those fucking camp counselors. <laughs> yeah. I know. 
but the whole thing is it's done so well and it, this is really so when you watch when I watch horror movies or when I watch the Friday the 13th series I'm entertained this is really the only one in the series that I watched it and I'm like excited and I want to see what happens and I'm like yes this, yeah. is, fuck, this is so cool it, it's it's exciting it's action packed but it's fun and the characters are great and everything's just fucking great about this movie so it's really hard for me to pick a favorite how about we pick our one and on six. the count of three we say which one's our favorite okay one two three six. part six Ooh. okay so part six is our number one there you go. <laughs> it's been decided so uh that is our ranking of the films all 13 in our opinion um steven from our show gave me his list and i'll read it off this is from um least favorite to favorite so there's jason x jason goes to hell the remake freddy vs jason part two part eight never hike alone part three part five the original part seven part six and part four so very different from very ours. different from ours extremely yeah. different from ours but i uh, with these with these movies but the bad ones were still the bad ones with these movies yeah uh, I, I feel like everybody's list is gonna be very diverse and even uh, I had listened to Chunky Larry's segment that I'm gonna put at the end of this episode on his ranking and it's so much different from ours but was it the it's bad very, ones at the end still pretty much yeah but it's it's very easy to be opinionated when it comes to movies but with ranking these movies I can understand why everyone appreciates some more than others. Yeah, exactly. So, there's that. Um, Max can't rank them because he didn't watch them. He's talking away, though. Yeah, he's telling stories. Um, so, Nimrod Horror on Instagram. Let me read us, it. It just says what it, their favorite is. Part three. Part three. And Sylvester Barzi, our uh, good friend. Barzi's my man. What's S. Barzi author on um, he said Jason Goes to Hell was his favorite because Freddie made the whole series better in just one scene. And then said, I like Jason X because it's funny. Sylvester Barzi, I love you to death. I will agree to disagree with you. You are the black sheep in that one, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you liked the episode. We highly encourage you to listen to Larry's segment on here. Um, also, it's kind let of like know a, you miss creature features. Yeah, start a hashtag. Um, Bring back creature features. Save save creature features. We're gonna get shirts made, kind of like the save Ferris ones from Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off. Yep. It's gonna save ch- hashtag save chunky. Yep. Um, I want to see it trending. <laughs> uh, if you have listened to creature features before, which I really hope that you guys have. It's kind of like its own little episode of Creature Features, but we get to steal it and call it our own episode. (laughs) So, um, Larry, we love you. We hope that we see you back soon. Everybody listening, we love you guys. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering some more movies. So, have a great night. Have a good night. What's going on, you guys? This is Chunky Larry, a failed podcaster and friend of the Horror Haven podcast. 
I'm here today uh, because, you know, uh, I'm kind of a flaky fuck. And uh, we were supposed to, me, Dylan, and Sira, have a conversation about uh, the 13, Friday the 13th films. Uh, but but I'm just I'm so hard to pin down. I'm like I'm like a greasy little monkey, or uh, a greasy baby, something greasy, slippery, uh, unable to hold down, or or pin down because I'm just so slippery. I'm like, woo, you can't get me. Uh, anywho, <laughs> so since I was unable to actually sit down with them and pin down a time, I am going to go through my personal. Uh, choices for the top 13 13s uh, that being Friday the 13th films some of the things that they probably already pointed out but I'm going to point out because I feel this weird obligation to do so before I ever talk about things uh, certain things will be added to this list that aren't necessarily canon though uh, canon to me is a perspective thing it's subjective maybe uh, so, just just bear with me, for fuck's sake. Uh, let's just go along with this. Let's act like we're all friends. Uh, I'm going to start at the number 13 and work my way to my number 1. I don't know how they're going to do it, if they're going to start at the top and work their way down in quality. I personally think you go from worst to best, so once you get out of here, you're talking about the thing you actually really enjoy. And this was much harder for me to do than I thought it was going to be. Uh, honestly, I thought, oh, this will be simple. You know, I, I know the ones that I really fucking don't like. Uh, but then picking the ones that I like more than the others was particularly hard. Uh, so this list always seems to change. I've done this list kind of a couple of times, uh, just through the course of, you know, reviewing the films and then uh, also having, being able to, uh, you know, watch these films over and over again. I've been watching them since I was, fuck, uh, 11, 12. This was, uh, for me, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th kind of go hand in hand in the, you know, maturation of my love for this genre. So, it, it's hard not to play favorites. Obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street's my, f my favorite, but, um, you know, all of these films are important in one way or the other. And and that's one of the things that, you know, I think that, you know, we, we as in horror podcasters, try to convey when we're talking about these things. You know, when we're, when we're critical of, you know, this series and this genre, it's largely due to the fact that, you know, we care so much about this genre and these series of films that, you know, we take a particular sense of ownership of these films. But enough of me dick-sucking and jaw-flapping. I'm going to get right at the top or the bottom, if you will, because we're going to start with number 13. And for me, the worst Friday the 13th film of all fucking time. It's easy. It's Jason X. It's Uber Jason. He's going to pick you up, take you for a ride. How they didn't make the Uber joke when they covered Jason X on the show, I'll never know. Uh, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. Maybe it's just too low of hanging fruit for them. Uh, I'm not one to judge. But uh, this movie's just terrible in every stretch of the imagination. Uh, 
the violence is silly it, it it's uninspired they by their own admission were just padding for time for the you know culmination of the work that they've done to do Freddy versus Jason it's the 10th film in the series I guess <laughs> it's just it's awful it's laughably bad the performances aren't great uh, there's there's nothing about this movie that I enjoy uh, you know the the km thing is ridiculous you know you, you get the the one kill with the cryo freeze liquid you smash the fucking head and I mean that's cool I guess but meh, I I just I don't care for one of my biggest qualms with you know these these films is when they feel the obligation to deviate from what got them to the dance and and obviously you want to take chances when you make films and that there's nothing wrong with that but there's a problem when you deviate so far away from what the movie is supposed to be that you then are left with well i mean we're already here so let's why not just have fun with it and it, you can you can make these films horrifying still if you stop thinking that you have to be funny and i got what they were doing you know the the spaceship's supposed to look like a school bus there's students out on a field trip and you know all of that stuff i get it but it's just it's it's cheesy it's hokey it's fucking really dumb and um so yeah that's my number 13 number 12 for me um boy oh boy it's friday the 13th part 8 jason takes manhattan um <laughs> this this fucking movie is it's one of those movies that people love because it's stupid and i mean i guess you know to each their own uh it it's a shitty retread of seven you know in a lot of ways i thought seven was fun it doesn't rank super high on my list per se um but uh so far uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you're catching a theme but a certain person is <laughs> playing the man behind the mask <laughs> it just it's it's an awful movie it makes no sense that Jason would leave Crystal Lake and go to Manhattan and how he could go from said lake to the ocean to get to Manhattan. Uh, I mean, I guess nobody wants to point out that very obvious, like right off the bat flaw. Um, VC Dupree, it's lower billing than a dog in the credits. Look it up. Uh, I, I I could not fucking believe that when I saw it, and it fucking flabbergasted me. V.C. Dupree, uh, by the way, is the African-American gentleman. You, you, you know the one. There's so many in this movie. Uh, but he's the African-American gentleman who has his head punched off of his body. It falls into a trash can. The lid covers it. Very fucking funny. Uh, but again... Do, do we need funny in horror? No. <laughs> the short answer is no. Um, I mean, if you want to alleviate tension 
from a moment you you have kind of a, a laugh but you have to actually have the tension for the laugh to be merited or else you're just making comedy and then at that point you're just making bad comedy because it's not actually really funny um number 11 <laughs> jason goes to hell the final friday you still haven't caught that theme yet huh oh, okay um but this again uh i love adam i love adam marcus like i think he's a fucking great guy i think that he had a lot of ideas to expand on the mystique of the character I guess um, I, you know I disagree with the idea of not having Jason in your Friday the 13th film we're going to have to actually get into that again later on with a film that's going to be higher on the list for me. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into the reasons why it's higher than this, even though they're essentially doing the exact same thing by not having Jason in the film. Like, it's Jason, but it's not in both of the films. So uh, th that happens twice in this 13 series of films. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I love the Creighton Duke character. Uh, that there's uh, my favorite fucking kill in all of the Friday the 13th films. And there's some great ones, but my favorite fucking kill is in this film. It's when the couple are having sex. Uh, definitely watch the unrated version of this because you you miss a lot in that rated version and it, it it's it's very depressing so watch the unrated version of this scene uh he sticks the the spike through the young lady who's on top of a gentleman uh riding that pony <laughs> so uh you you know and then it splits her up like right up the middle and it just like her body splits apart and it's just like this orgasm of blood um i masturbated a lot to that scene and uh yeah that's that's some information you probably didn't want but it's now in your brain so <laughs> number 10 uh I, I i'm not gonna really shit on uh jason goes to hell i think it's a good movie i just don't think it's great and and that's why it's lower on the list and uh, i feel like film uh, the rest of the series is better than it number 10 friday the 13th part 7 the new blood and this was the debut of uh kane hodder as jason Voorhees. still haven't gotten that theme yet huh? okay uh this is carrie versus jason and while that's in itself kind of a ridiculous idea uh, late great John Carl Beekler, uh, fucking crushes it. Uh, it's, you know, the effects are rad. Uh, the, the look of Jason is fucking dope. Like zombie Jason in this really, really fucking works. And, you know, they, they're able to do a good job in six, but I fucking love this look of zombie jason I, I i love cj graham's jason but this fucking jason is 
to me, one of the most iconic looking Jasons. And when the mask splits open at the end and he's like, I, I fucking love that shit. Um, it has a lot of great stuff in it. Uh, you know, but it's, it's not high up there for me, I guess, because it's number 10 out of 13. Uh, it's not 13 though. So, you know, it, you know, fuck up, pal. You're better than fucking Jason takes Manhattan, Jason X, and Jason goes to hell. <laughs> I guess. Uh, number nine. Uh, I talked about it. I mentioned I threatened that it was going to be higher on the list, and it is. At number nine, I come in with Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Uh, this movie gets a lot of shit, and uh, the, the main reason that I think this movie gets shit is because it's not Jason in the Jason mask. And if you're able to make peace with that and just enjoy it for what it is, this is a fun, dumb fucking horror movie. Uh, you know, the, the director of the fucking movie was a little more preoccupied with uh, sex and death. And one or the other has to happen every so odd amount of time. So you get a lot of sex and death and I'm watching a fucking horror movie. You know, I'm not expecting when I go into a Friday the 13th film to get, you know, the exorcist. I'm just trying to get teenagers going in the woods, having sex and being murdered. And this checks off all of those things. So while it's not the greatest, I think it's fucking great. And it went into uh, the Horror Hall of Fame on our show uh, the last time we did that. So, you know, that gives you kind of an idea as to what I think about that movie. I think it's fucking awesome. I, I've been able to interview a bunch of people from that film. And, uh, you know, they, they weren't like, hey, let's make a shitty Friday the 13th movie that's not really a Friday the 13th movie. They were like, let's make the best of the fact that they fucking murdered Jason in part four. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, fucking A. Uh, number eight. I went with the Friday the 13th remake. And uh, this is higher on the list than I'm sure a lot of people would think I would put it. But I thought this was pretty fucking great. Uh, there, there are its flaws. And if you want to hear about the flaws of the Friday the 13th remake, I point you to Vincent DeSanti, the director of Never Hike Alone. Uh, he will he will talk you all day until you're blue in the face about how awful the Friday the 13th remake is. And I, I, I implore you to do that because I think you would really fucking enjoy it. Um, you know, he, he pulls no punches when it comes to that movie. Uh, all in all, I, I really liked the opening of this movie. It had some decent moments. It felt like a Friday the 13th movie, which, you know, uh, the last four films of the series didn't. So for this to feel like a Friday the 13th movie, it holds a higher place. But, you know, still eh, just kind of eh. uh, number seven. And this is going to this is going to make me have to turn in my fucking horror fan card uh, when I say it. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, you can, you can throw all of your hate on me at creature pod on Twitter 
or on Instagram when you hear this. Uh, for number seven, I went with Friday the 13th, the original. And it, it was it was weird putting it this low on the totem pole. But at the same time, there are films I enjoy a hell of a lot more than this film um, in this series. And I remember the first time I saw this. This was right after I had seen Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. And I was at my dad's. He, you know, just split up with my mom and he was, you know, living with his new girlfriend. So, um, you know, he had to, like, be try to overcompensate because, you know, the, the way that parents did when they divorced kids uh, would get two sets of Christmases. Uh, so it was kind of like that. And so me being this moody fuck, uh, he asked me, you know, what do you want to rent? You can rent anything you want. So I file a thought path. And so <laughs> he's like, you sure? <laughs> okay. Uh, I watched it by myself late, late at night and was scared goddamn shitless. It's a great fucking movie. So when, when it goes this low on the list, uh, just know that I've been endeared much more by other films, but this is still fucking great. Uh, I mean, what can you say about Friday the 13th that hasn't already been said? It, it is, you know, it's a, it's a film that comes in the wake of Halloween. And there's going to be a lot of films in the wake of Halloween that follow the formula of Halloween, you know, and, it's already been stated that that's that was what they were going for. Sean Cunningham said, "Go fucking make something like Halloween." That's why it's Friday the Thirteenth, and you know, it is what it is, and it fucking really, really works. There's a lot of tension and suspense, but there's there's not a lot there per se. Not a lot to really kind of chew on it it's got a lot more melodrama than the rest of the series uh there's nothing wrong with that i think it's fucking fantastic but uh yeah just not great for me number six freddy versus jason yes i rated freddy versus jason higher than the original friday the 13th and i know now saying that how ridiculous that is but this is something that as a horror fan you you always when we were kids and you know like we dressed up as freddy and jason all kids did in this time that's that was what it was and I, it, to a to a lesser extent it still is and you know no matter what generation of kids you know 90s kids or whatever the fuck they'll all be like yeah we did that too it was a totally fucking different thing in the 80s and you had to be there to really understand that shit. And it was, it was way more than what it is today. Um, trust me. Just take my word for it. I'm old. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so this is something that everybody fucking wanted for fucking forever. And they finally get, you know, the Jason Voorhees character under the banner of New Line Cinema. And automatically it's like, well, how soon do we, till we put these two fucking dudes together? 
And, you know, the first movie they make for New Line Cinema is Jason Goes to Hell, essentially killing the character. But then at the end of the film, uh, you know, Freddy's claw comes out of the ground and pulls Jason's mask into hell. So, automatically, you're, you're sitting in the theater and you're like, oh my fucking god, it's happening! And then you wait ten years. <laughs> so it's just like, I guess it's not happening. I guess we're, we're going to see Jason in space now. Uh, but, you know, then we get it. And while it is, you know, very much, uh, you know, bride with white hair, flowy, you know, Asian-inspired, you know, kung fu almost in certain aspects, you know, it it still fucking works. This 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 movie was directed by the guy who did uh, Bride of Chucky, but he also did Warriors of Virtue. Warriors of Virtue is a kung fu kangaroo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said kung fu kangaroo. Uh, so there there's there's something not necessarily quality about this film. Uh, you you get the uh, Kelly Rowland faggot line, uh, which is it just holds up so well. <laughs> it just so hold, holds up so well. Uh, so you know. It is what it is. I I loved seeing Freddy and Jason fight. Fight me if you think that I am wrong in thinking that Freddy versus Jason is awesome because it's fucking awesome. It, it's stupid and awesome, all in the same sentence. It looks like a fucking music video of a horror film, so it's not scary, but it's fucking awesome. And yeah, so. <laughs> Into my top five. Now now it's fucking gonna start getting serious. Because I fucking adore every single one of these movies. Uh, because each and every single one of them is a great horror film. So, here we go. Number five. Friday the 13th Part 2. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> like... I remember the first time I saw this movie just being scared fucking shitless. You know, you get the elephant man Jason who's this backwoods fucking hillbilly and the the tension is ramped up from the first film. It, it's still very formulaic to the first film, but it in its own way manages to fucking really just hit everything right and the the final chase scene is way better than the first film they're just personal opinion uh number four friday the 13th part six jason lives now we were talking earlier about things being funny and you know if you're going to break tension you have to have tension and one of the things that taught me is able to do in this film is fucking create tension but also break tension and kind of have much more levity in this film than anything prior to it everything else was very serious I, I mean even 
Friday the 13th Part 5, which is fucking bonkers ridiculous, still is a serious fucking horror film. Like, you know, you get the Ethel character and the Junior character, but it's still, at its heart and its core, a fucking serious horror film. This one does not take itself serious. You know, you get your paintballer scene, you know, um... But it, it is also, again, at the height of the popularity of a fucking genre. And, you know... <coughs> sorry about that. They are riding this wave of MTV very much like Nightmare on Elm Street is. All, all of this stuff is really kind of at the high water point of the 80s horror and you know it's when it's at its highest and and this is coming off of part five which people were upset with uh so it didn't do as well but it became a fucking classic because it was everything that you expect out of 80s horror it's a perfect 80s horror film in in the sense that it, it again checks every single box that you would want in these films no nudity and you couldn't even fucking begin to care because it's just it flows it's it's sharp it's quick and it and it fucking works the entire time um number three never hike alone i absolutely fucking love this movie it's it's one of my favorite friday the 13th films that isn't a friday the 13th film necessarily it's a it's a fan film uh written and directed by vincent Desanti, who is just one of the purest friday the 13th fans he you can you can legitimately ask him anything about the fucking series he's not gonna go hit a google he's gonna re recite off the top, off the dome, exactly what, you know, you would want to hear. He's like Siri for fucking Friday the 13th. And that kind of fucking person's knowledge with the expertise in the way that he shoots, it, it just makes for something that is, it's magic, dude. Like, it's amazing in a world where, you know, the series is being held up because of, you know, legal action, which I'm not even going to open that fucking can of worms because, you know, that's just way too much talking. But it allows someone like a Vincent DeSanti to tap into a market that is hungry, ravenously hungry for something of quality and in the wake of this fucking fan film, this fucking game changer of a fan film, you get this onslaught of fan films that are now being released with people from the film series. You got CJ Graham uh, playing Daddy Jason. Like, that that's so fucking cool that we live in this world where that is possible. And But that's where we are. And it's fucking phenomenal. And if you haven't seen Never Hike Alone, why the fuck not? Uh, it's for absolutely the free on YouTube. 
fucking go watch that goddamn thing because it's it's scary it's tense and it flows perfect it's not a full length but you know it feels like a straight horror movie it, and I think I even said this to Vincent when I'd spoken to him it feels like Duel but with Jason and it and it's a, just a perfect fucking vehicle for a horror fan if you haven't seen it like I said do yourself a favor fucking watch it um number two and you're like wow there are only two other films that he hasn't mentioned and now I'm fucking nervous that he's what he's gonna say because how are these two at his top but they're at my fucking top and for my number two it is Friday the 13th part three uh the 3d Friday the 13th film this is where Jason gets his mask this is you know in my honest opinion one of the coolest fucking uh finales of the films uh with the barn and everything and then when she's out on the boat and she's hallucinating that she sees Jason with his mask looking at her through the window and he comes after her. Uh, terrifying. This fucking movie rocks and it, and it fucking works in every way. Uh, probably my favorite Jason. I would say it's, it's a toss-up with this and Steve Dash, but um, just they, they really got Jason right in the first four movies. I mean, they they get him really right in six and seven, but the first four, uh, and uh, two, three, and four, I should say, they, they really absolutely crush that character. And they they don't always do that, but for me, the, the way that Jason moves in this film just fucking works. It's not that, you know, uh, lumbering, still Jason. Like, he's fucking doing some shit. Uh, so, yeah, I, I fucking love that movie. And Shelly is probably one of my favorite characters in the Friday the 13th series. Uh, just, just gonna put that out there. So, yeah, Friday the 13th for me, number two. Uh, or part three. <laughs> part three is two. And number one, uh, there's only one left. So if, if you can do your math, you know that it's, uh, Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. Everything about this movie works from the, the team of teenagers that they have in the film. You know, you, you've got, you know, weird dancing to love is a lie. You know, you've got, Tom Savini just doing some of the coolest shit ever in this fucking movie. Uh, the, the death of Jason is probably one of the best gore scenes in the Friday the 13th series, barring the girl being split in half. But, you know, getting his hand cut down the middle, the fucking cleaver into the side of the head, and then sliding down it. Uh, you know, you, you've got the the guy hunting Jason because he killed his sister. So you're you're tying the films together in a cool way, 
and this is supposed to be the end of the series and it it almost has a fucking Moby Dick quality to it but then it also has this really cool story with uh, Corey Feltman and the beginning of the Tommy Jarvis character who exists for the next three, four movies. Three? Three? Because it's six. Yeah, no. So four, five, six, yeah. And never hike alone. If, oh, spoiler alert. Son of a bitch. <laughs> if you haven't, definitely go see that. Uh, and forget that I said Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, this one is, to me, uh, the best of the films. Uh, it just, I, I liked the characters. They, they managed to make you care about the characters. So when things happened to them, you gave a shit. I could say the same thing about Friday the 13th Part 6. Um, I could say the same thing about Friday the 13th Part 3. I could say the same thing about Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, so, you know, those are the reasons that I rated them the way that I rated them. Again, if you disagree with anything that I said in this long-winded fucking short clip that I was sending in, uh, by all means, uh, you can let me know at CreaturePod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can like feature, Creature Features on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash CreaturePod. Or you could write it down on a little note, fold it up, really really fine make it into like a star or a bird something like that then lather it up with some butter maybe some coconut oil uh, spread your butt cheeks and shove it up your ass thank you very much and see you when I see you